the greatest thank you anyone can ever give me is to pay it forward. And many do. Many yeah. do come back. Even, you know, even the next year, um, someone who's benefited by receiving a ticket, you know, they may not have the full price of another ticket. They may not be able to buy an extra ticket, but they can donate $25 and that helps offset the cost of someone's parking or childcare. People, people don't realize, I think, for a majority, a growing majority of people, going out to a show is a luxury. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Um, we may get off topic and talk a little Ted Lasso. Um, it is the September is my anniversary month, and Set Lessing Bruce cannot have an anniversary celebration without one of my dearest friends, my sister in all things Springsteen, one of my first few guests on Set Lessing Bruce, Donna from Bruce Funds. Donna, welcome back to the show. Jesse, where have all those years gone? I can't believe it. Congratulations, man, because you have been interviewing fans nonstop. Where do you get the energy? I I love it. Thank you, Donna. Well, I would say the same thing. You have been providing tickets for people that have never had a chance to see Bruce or have rarely seen Bruce, that have had financial and health issues and you know, and even though you said that Broadway was too hot of a ticket and you were right away, like you, you put your hands up and like, okay, I, I've got to say right now, don't reach out to me. This is not, Bruce Funds will not be involved in Broadway. You may have sort of towed a fib, haven't you? <laughs> what can I say? You know, they pulled me back in. Yes. Um, but you know, that's, that's something that we should get into about this fan base. Um, yeah. it, it's, it's pretty special. It, it, you know, it really is. And so in case you have um, never heard a set lessing Bruce episode before, in case you've never been on social media, um, Donna, share a little bit about yourself. I started an community uh by chance in 2012 i started giving away my own personal extra ticket through the wonders of social media other people heard about it thought it was a great idea and we started pooling our efforts and getting extra tickets into the hands of fans who couldn't afford to go for one reason or another, uh, health reasons, 
work-related reasons, family reasons. Um, so on three, uh, three world tours, we helped over 600 fans around the world and two runs of the Broadway show, uh, we have helped uh, 28 fans get to and, see the show. And, you know, we, and there's an episode, in, um, and I will send you to that, where we first talked about the origins. But, um, and, you know, basically you had an extra ticket and, and you know, and, and you said, okay, well, instead of trying to sell it, let me, let me pass it forward. We take care of our own, right? And there are so many people, you know, at the time, 2012, we're like, who knows if we'll ever get a tour again? Little, you know, here's Bruce, hold my beer, right? Um, like, Literally. We had to, yeah, at 2012, it's like, well, we may not ever get a tour again. Let's get these people a chance to see. And I've been there. Um, you and I were met, we met in person in Nashville. And um, I've told the story that I was meeting you and a couple other fans. And Linda, my wife's like, are you nervous meeting people? I'm like, I'm the guy. They should be nervous about meeting me. And we all met at Nashville the, the night before the show. And I saw people just like, here, Donna, I have a couple of extra tickets for tomorrow night. Or here's tickets for Chicago. I just, they ended up extra tickets. And, you know, and I will, I will say this with love in my heart, and I, I love, you know, that you you do this in a positive way, right? Like, but you have shared with me, you know, you don't have to go to me to give the tickets. You you could just, you know, if if you live in St. Louis, you there are charities you could reach out to, you know, to say. But it just they, I think people go to you because they know you take it serious and well, yeah. yeah go ahead i i can say that um after three world tours um i, I do have a bit of a network now developed. yes um i in most of the cities i do know community services i can go to yeah. i do have um people sort of uh, that you know that we've helped in the past who who we can reach out to yeah and um you know your firefighter organizations your veterans organizations um now we can add healthcare organizations to that yeah so i i do i do take pride now that people feel you know they can trust i'm going to get it into the hands of number one fans who really want to go yeah and two um people who you know may not otherwise be able to go yeah and you know we you make a point of not letting tickets go to waste but you also um and and if you go um we will talk about it you know um the website but frequently asked questions you talk about you know this service isn't for, well, I've seen them 87 times. I haven't been able to get a ticket yet in the, you know, um, in the Boston show. Can you get me a ticket? Like there are other, there are other websites and there are other Facebook groups that, that do that. Um, this is truly someone who's never seen Bruce, 
or um, is, is maybe not seen him in 20 years. And someone who, um, like you said, a firefighter, a veteran, uh, someone who, and especially right now, healthcare workers that are just angels. They are angels among us. They, they risk their lives every day, especially as this stupid pandemic won't go away. Um, and, you know, you, and, you know, I, you know, and um, the only thanks you've ever gotten is, the only thanks you've ever asked for is if you had a good experience, write up something for the website so I can post it. And Bruce said, thank you, darling. So, you know, we have that going for us, right? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm good. Yeah. Um, uh the 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 greatest thank you anyone can ever give me is to pay it forward and many do many do come back even you know even the next year um someone who's benefited by receiving a ticket you know they may not have the full price of another ticket they may not be able to buy an extra ticket but they can donate $25 and that helps offset the cost of someone's parking or childcare. People, people don't realize, I think, for a majority, a growing majority of people, going out to a show is a luxury. Yes, it is. The parking, the childcare, the transportation, yeah perhaps an overnight stay at a hotel or even a motel. I mean, that is a lot of money for many, many people. And I've said this before and in it, I, so if I'm repeating myself listeners, I apologize, but you know, the, the TV show Firefly, Malcolm Reynolds says we have done the impossible and that makes us mighty. And, um, and, and, we have and and together we are stronger um you know i i have not in the past had the financial to go buy a whole ticket to give to somebody but i can say okay you know what for the next two weeks or the next month i'm not gonna go to starbucks and i'm gonna take the 25 50 bucks that i normally would have spent and i'm gonna send it to donna with bruce funds and you know what Somebody sends five bucks, someone sends 10 bucks, and together, all of a sudden, you've got enough money that you can go and get tickets to uh, someone, you know, um, and have them. And I just, it is, this is such a simple thing, but, and I will start crying, and I don't want to make you cry, but there have been people who, not exaggerating or have a fatal illness and they barely have the energy to go forward. And, and because of you and because of people who support you, we've been able to get them tickets, get them a limo, get them something so that they have this experience together the same way, like make a wish happens and except it's a Bruce and We've talked about this many times, and and I don't want to go on a rant, but you don't get support from Bruce Springsteen's, you know, 
management team. You don't get free tickets from them. This is this is all just we take care of our own people working together. And yep. I just think that's something that you, you know not just you should be proud about anyone who's donated a ticket um given five bucks retweeted the link like well, i don't i can't afford it right now but you know i'm gonna retweet this and maybe somebody else hadn't seen this um it it together we are mighty and we've done the impossible absolutely uh, i mean i cannot have i i cannot do what i have done without the entire fan base talking about it wearing t-shirts um, handing out business cards uh, or just sharing a link on social media. It's definitely a community effort. And I always say that the best thing that can happen is you just spread it by word of mouth and tell people about it. Since 2016, Jesse, yeah. there are so many more Springsteen fans. Yes. I know we don't like to think about that because we're like, oh, that means so many more people are going to try to get tickets yes. on the next tour. And it's hard enough to get a Springsteen ticket. But really, there are people out there who they've read the book. They've either seen the Broadway show live or they've watched it on Netflix. They've seen the Western Stars film. And they've uh, heard the Western Stars uh, live album, yeah. And they've and they've maybe heard the letter to you, yeah. That's a lot of new art from Bruce. Yeah, um, you know, people you're are like, right. oh, I need to see him. I need to see him yeah. live. Yeah. Well, and they and haven't. They're not they, familiar with Bruce Buns. They have, yeah, they're like, they, what's Bruce Buns? Yeah. So I thank and, you for letting me talk about it. No, no. And and there is a – I'm currently in a little bit of a, um online debate with a couple people. Um, you know, someone quoted that they were, they were disappointed in Bruce's output this year. And, you know, <laughs> I replied like, how? I mean, he, he – He's, you know, he did a podcast with an ex-president. They're making a book about it. He's guest starred on multiple, you know, people. He played at an inauguration. Um, he has returned to Broadway. They've announced that there is a film of, and I, you know, someone argued with me that, you know, the 78, 79 was not the ultimate commercial success of the E Street Band. I would. I mean, this was right after, you know, I mean, this 86, you know, 88, 89, that's right after Born in the USA. That's as high as he's ever gone. We're getting a film for that. You know, yeah, I guess we didn't get tracks too. I'm sorry. Boo-hoo. But, Donna, you remember when we would go two or three years and would hear nothing new. And this not even counting. Every month we get an archive release. You know, an official that it, you're not going through looking for bootlegs, trying to talk to people. This is an official release from them that's as clean and sound as possible. Like, what the hell else do you want from the man? 
I really, I really only have to say what I've one thing to contribute to this topic. Yeah. Because usually when people start bringing this stuff up, I don't even engage. Right. I know you don't. So you all my, you you take the high road, and I my, appreciate no, that. No, but I do have some things to say, and I think it's I think a lot of people don't think this way, so it's maybe worth hearing. Um, someday there isn't going to be anything new. And can't we just appreciate the man is turning 72 and he's still creative? Yeah. And he I, still has I, all of his faculties and he still wants to perform. He doesn't need to. No. Well, may, he, maybe he feels a artistic compulsion to create yes. and share, but isn't isn't that enough i mean i don't i'm 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 just glad the man's alive yeah absolutely and 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 not to get morbid how many of david bowie fans would say wow i'd love a new david bowie alley a tom petty um you know um the you know i'm going in two weeks to see the eagles um, I'm very excited about Vince Gill filling in, but I'm not going to see him with Glenn Fry. He's not there. I'm not going to hear that voice. Um, and it, and that doesn't make us morbid. That's not, that's just the reality. Um, none of us know how long we have left on this mortal plane, but you can safely assume though his mom seems to show that there's some pretty strong genes there, but the 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 road in front of him is less than the road behind him you know i i think that's true and you you felt that during the last tour the river tour i felt like every night they were sitting there going i can't believe we get to f and play together and i'm gonna have a blast when you watch the letter to you documentary you could just see you know them with their little pencils and legal pads and they're like I can't believe we get to record again and 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 how joyous to see you know let's just get together and play um you know and I think I've shared this with you um I know I've shared it with my audience I had Kalasunda who does a bereavement podcast and we were talking about loss and I said, you should check out Letter to You. And she goes, okay, she will. And man, she emailed me back like two days later, like, oh my God, this album is all about loss. This is so, she goes, can I come back again and talk about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it is. And um, that doesn't make it sad. In fact, it, I think it's a joyous, it's a celebration of what we have done in the past and what we have ahead of us. And so I'm I'm so grateful. And when the guy, I think it was a guy, said once on Facebook after Letter to You, he said, I sure wish he quit putting out new stuff because he's tarnishing his legacy. I went, okay, first off, F you. And two, understand, short of criminal, you know, like something drastic, he can't tarnish his reputation by putting out new material. You don't like it? That's fine. That's your choice. But there's not a tarnish there with him stretching his creative muscle and giving us new material. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. 
so I do think it's funny. And as a kind of caption of some of the things that are frustrating me, and, and I promise we won't get too political, but there is a divide in this country that is very hard. And I was talking to someone, I said, holy, I said, we have got people arguing, not good naturedly waves or sways. I mean, I will be waves to them. You pull the dying gun out of my cold, dead hand. I'm like, <laughs> really? Why do you care that much about a word in a song? Um, but overall, most of the fandom, and so you wanted to talk a little bit about the fandom base. Um, and I agree, 99% of these people, uh, the fans, it's how I've been able to do over 700 episodes. It's how... Um, I was told, and I can't find proof of that, but someone DM'd me this weekend and said that one of the Bruce's Twitter accounts retweeted my, hey, I'm looking for guests. And I'm like, really? Because I couldn't find it. But I will tell you, I've had like over 100 people follow me on Twitter, and I have, I have shows now booked to November. Of people wanting to talk to me yeah so um so there were there were several recent um uh fake springsteen accounts yes so maybe Maybe that was one one of them yeah they thought it was um you know of course what junior said you know my buddy who um does the how many podcasts with me that thinks santa claus is coming to town is bruce's number one song he said the intern that runs Bruce's Twitter account accidentally retweeted it and then caught themselves and then deleted it really quickly. But before that intern caught it, a few people saw it. That's, and I'm like, okay, that, you know, I could see that works. <laughs> you know, that works. That works. Um, yeah. Is there, you, you mentioned out, you know, is there, is there something you want to talk about this fan base that we haven't already said? Um, well, I would like to really give a general round of applause to the number of different groups that have really pulled together and supported their own. Yeah. Uh, the spring nuts come to mind yeah and then you know there used to be and there still is a a bulletin board forum called btx which yeah stands for backstreet's ticket exchange yeah which many many people younger than me and you do not know exists yeah um and that's you know that's run by backstreet's magazine for Backstreets online, backstreets uh, dot yeah. dot net, um, and people always traded tickets for face value there. Right. And there's now a Facebook group that does the same sort of thing. And to me, that's those are the roots of what I knew as the fan base uh, online. Yeah. And all of those people all of those fans are very interested in doing the right thing for 
each other. Yes. And that is that is where I got my roots from. Yeah. That is where I got my foundation from. And so I am always very appreciative when I hear that people are helping each other out by making sure no one's getting scammed, by making sure no one's paying more than the price. Yeah. Something that Ticketmaster has done now and other uh, ticket sellers probably are doing, although I don't know for sure, is that when, when there's an on-sale date, they're not revealing what the face value price is of the ticket. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little special. Yeah, exactly. Um, I recently purchased tickets for um, a number of different shows, and it's, you know, it's maybe it's an artist's choice. I don't yeah. know, but I've yet to see new tickets go on sale that had the face value of how much the tickets cost yeah. posted on the Ticketmaster page. So that, that's a little disconcerting to me. Yeah, and, I agree. You know, but fans are looking out for each other. You know, yeah. someone if someone knows something, they post it. Yeah. And that's, that's the way the fan base has always been. And yeah. I just, I'm glad that we have that. Me too. What, uh, what shows do you have coming up? I have uh, some shows that were postponed and rescheduled. So one of those is uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Um, they're playing at the top of a roof oh, in that's... Uh, New York City. I um, He was here in Fort Worth, and I did not go, and I'm still mad at myself. Um, he had a brief cameo on Billions. As we're recording this last night, he did a little bit of a song, and then he had a little walk-on. Um, yeah, that's that's going to be a great show. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. And I, um, I appreciate his uh, outspokenness uh, yes. on certain causes, and I think his relationship with his wife is just uh, endearing. Yeah, and there is a um, – I know he tweeted once, um, you know, is there someone who helped you out early in your career that – you know, the story hasn't been told. And he said something about, yes, Bruce Springsteen. And I'm like, okay, tell the story, Jason, you know, but yes, he's, um, he's someone I just really admire. I think, I think he's trying to do the right things. I think not only for his fans, but for um, his peers and everyone. And so, yeah, in society, yeah, good guy. Yeah. And the legacy of his, you know, of his own, artistry for you know they can look his child in the eyes and say yes you know i did i did what i thought was right yeah um i will also be seeing jake clemens oh nice yes i can't wait for that he's going to be at the stone ponies oh that'll be fun yeah um who else low cut connie okay uh, they they have really gotten me through the pandemic. Okay. Um, they've they did weekly live streams. I know a lot of artists. Yeah. Do that. 
and it just resonated with me mm -hmm. really filled my soul up and uh i did see them before uh covid and to see them again after what we've you know endured uh is going to be uh you know quite a party as far as yeah. i'm concerned that's great yeah that's good. Well, let's see. I just picked tickets for Lily Hyatt. I was going to see her before COVID. They canceled the show. I'm going to see her. I love her dad, John Hyatt, and yeah. I've really loved her individual work. As I said, we're going to see the Eagles. Um, you know, I've got um, – and and what's hilarious, I'm going to see the Monkees, so Michael Nesmith and, uh, you know um, – Mickey Dolans and um, and then a bunch of my buddies from the How Many crew um, reached out to me and said, "You've never seen Kiss. They're coming to Dallas. Let's go as a group." So we are all my buddies, and I know you listen to How Many, and you've been very kind when <laughs> when you when you've been offended by us and when you loved us. We make you laugh. We sometimes tick you off, but you're always very sweet to us. Um, so Gary and Bob and Junior and Scott and I are all going to see Kiss, and I the 18 year old Jesse Jackson who loved Kiss Rock and Roll All Night and Destroyer. The inner Jesse is just excited. I went, I ordered a Kiss t-shirt for me to wear to the show. You know, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, I know, I, I am so looking forward to seeing them. I think it will just be just epic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We should, yeah. we should embrace everything we didn't get a chance to do when we were kids. Absolutely, Absolutely yes. Um, so I, I, I'm going to let you go shortly, but we have to spend a few minutes um you are one of my you have shared that you also love ted lasso so talk to me a little bit how did you find the show and can you you know how i always go how did you discover bruce and can you do can you explain why it spoke to you so how did you discover ted lasso and can you explain why it spoke to you oh my goodness that show is like a beacon i okay how did i discover it well i got apple tv because of bruce yeah sure and then i didn't let it go right and i'm so glad i didn't let it go yeah i i stumbled on the entire first season unwatched so you can imagine if, yeah. if you if you came to it episode by episode, imagine finding the entire first season. It was like Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> it was. I mean, I had the same thing. Someone had told me this show was pretty good. And so I had gotten Apple TV for, for, for All Mankind. You know, I, I loved Ron Moore's Battlestar Galactica. I got that, and we watched the morning show, and that was really good. And then I'm like, oh, good. Bruce is going to do a documentary. So someone had recommended Ted Lasso, and it was a Sunday, and I remember starting it. And I stayed up to like, 1 in the morning, even though I had to go to work the next morning, just because I, I couldn't stop watching. I mean, I had to watch the show. And 
and you know, Donna, I am not a fan of like Will Ferrell movies. I, I you know, I, I'm not a fan of like Anchorman or you know those, you know. And so that's what I thought this was going to be, right? Like, okay, this is going to be that guy humor. And you know, when I watched the first one, I'm like, well, that was kind of fun. And then when I watched the second one, and you know, and and the moment that totally sold it for me was when Trent from the Independent does that story about him, and he talks about they will be regulated, but I'm not going to find joy in it, and and I went, this character truly is someone who cares about people and is trying to do the right thing and he's the underdog he he is for me for me there's an element in the story writing and the the way that it's filmed that reminds me a lot of blinded by the light the movie Yes, I could see that. In that it's it's a feel-good story that some people might call a little cheesy. Yeah. But it has this wholesome message throughout with a side dish of sauciness. Yes. And that, quite honestly... I think the reason it works so well is because it's set in England. Yes. Yes. The fish out of water works perfect. And I don't know about you, Donna, but I would love, and Linda says this every time I watch, she goes, I would love to live in his apartment. I would love to be in that little neighborhood where all the little shops are. You can walk to the pub. You know, the park is right there. I mean, I want to live in that little neighborhood. I did live in in a little neighborhood in a city in Scotland yes. that was like that. Oh, so that's greatness. It, it is amazing, and I would give anything to go back into that time and just yeah. appreciate even more what it was like to walk down the cobblestone streets and yeah. almost everybody knew everybody else. And yeah, it, it, there's something magical about it in a sense, for sure. And one of the things I talk a lot about this is um, – like, I did not expect Healy and Rebecca to become friends, but their friendship is so strong. And in its, in you know, the Bechtel test, right? Two women on stage, you know, on screen having a conversation that's not about men. Yeah. And they have that. They have a strong, and, and they both, you know, bring skills to the thing. And, you know, they, they both bring a different things to the friendship and, um, and they, Keely and Roy's relationship was a slow burn, but they earned that romance. Right. And then, and I assume you're caught up on second season. I am. Okay. Uh, I mean, we don't probably don't want to give any spoilers. No, 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 no. But, but they're really <laughs> handling it well. And, and yeah. they're, you know, and they, yeah and they you know and and like we had um you know Rebecca talked about her goddaughter in the first season and we meet her the second season and it could have been very easy obnoxious teenage 
you know, got, you know, just a teenager. And instead, she's she's delightful. I'm like, oh, I want her back on stage. You know, I want this. And, and you know, and Coach Beard and, and you know, and Nate's going through a journey that's very interesting. Um, you know, and uh, go ahead. I was just going to say the characters could easily be one-dimensional. Yes. And they're not. They're yeah. very layered. And we are peeling back those layers. Yes. I just find the writing is phenomenal we yeah. are, we are diving into these characters and it's like an endless endless uh a jar of, of pudding i just want more and more and yeah more. and like even jamie who was quote unquote the villain of the first season um has gone through a great arc um they they have kept him he is still jamie and you know he he you know, um, there's a Christmas scene where, you know, God bless me, everyone, you know, and, you know, he still is this selfish, in a lot of ways, player, but he's learned how to do things. Um, it just truly is a, a gift that every weekend when I pull it up, I, 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 I feel good watching it. I feel happy giving it. And, um, and you're right. The the writing is amazing. I I don't know if you saw, but um, one of the co-hosts of the Ted Lasso podcast, I said, oh, I wish I could be on that. And he said, you know, I've always wanted to learn Bruce Springsteen doing yeah. a deep dive. And so I was like, okay, let's let you and I work up something. I can have you on. We can talk about Bruce. Um, it's just. I hope that happens for you. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's just a, it's just a little slice of perfection that, and, you know, and, and even down to like May, you know, the lady who owns the pub or runs the pub, yeah. you know, she has a very small part, but she's amazing in there. And um, so, and um, the guy, I, I just was talking to Tom and David about it. And like David said, you know, there was a scene in this latest season where the th- three guys who are always screaming at the TV about soccer were watching a baking show and they were just as, just as animate. Yeah. yeah, it was just <laughs> as passionate. So I just, I just love it. You know, I just love it so much. Beautiful so. little details. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Donna, if someone wants to reach you, what's the best way to do it? Well, I can say, good thing the Broadway show is over. Yes. We helped, we helped 27 fans. People donated 27 tickets. It was something I never thought I would do. I'm taking a break. Yes. I'm designing some T-shirts. I'm going to put those up for sale. Brucefunds.org. Yes. Yeah, and 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 I I um I I wear proudly my Bruce Funds t-shirts. Um and uh I, I absolutely adore it. Um and I do think that, you know, um I definitely will have you on again. Uh we may wait to the end of Ted Lasso and we'll do a spoiler, you know, we'll do like, okay, spoiler. You like, if you guys have seen it, this is a spoiler heavy episode where you and I will just talk Ted Lasso. Um, but when 2021's tour is announced, we will definitely have you on again and talk about what we're going to do. 
2022. Yeah, 2022. Thank you. Yes, yes. When we do 2022, um, my fingers are crossed. We're going to get a tour. Um, I, you know, there is, um, I asked Peter Chianca this though, like, are we going to get, are, are we going to get a kind of greatest hits tour or will we get a heavy letter to you? Like, you know, because it's been over a year since the came out. I know I want to hear some Western stars songs. I want to hear letter to you. Um, it's going to be interesting what Bruce and who knows, he may put out something else before 2022 happens, right? I think he will. You think so? I think there's another East Street Band uh, album to come. Yeah. That's my, my pie-in-the-sky prediction. Well, and, you know, you know, we've got a little Stephen autobiography coming. Absolutely. You know, and... and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the audio book because I want to hear little Stephen Oh, that is ear. a great idea. Um, I know that I'm so jealous of our friends over at None But The Brave. Um, you know, um, Flynn was nice enough to be on the podcast with me. And, and I, I love both of those guys. And I'm so happy for them, though a little jealous. They were able to talk to Stephen. And so I know that's going to be a great interview. Though Maureen texted me today. She tweeted me today that she says, I'm always happy to come back on the show. I just have never had I just don't think it's right for me to go, hey, Maureen, can you ask Stephen to join us as well? Um, and so I never will. I, I, but I, I may have her come on again after the book, you know, and talk about, hey, you know, as a as an author's widow, like talk to me about that. So that's good. Um, Donna, thank you for being part of this celebration month. You know, I love you. Um, as we talked about before we hit recording, I'm here for you. Um, if you need me, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, we're all we're all in this journey, and we need good companions for this part of the ride. You are one of my companions. You're one of the people that I adore, and I hope you can feel the same way for me. Absolutely. Actually, you inspire me. Every day I see messages on social media from you, and I'm just like, Jesse, keep going, man. I'm behind you 100%. Thank you, my friend. Uh, listeners, you, go get vaccinated. Come on. What are you waiting for? Remember to wear your mask. Wash your hands. Let's remember social distance. And let's be good and kind to each other because that's the only way we're going to get through this. For now, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.